This is Parables of the Divorced CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome to this week's episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. I am your host, Peter Avalon Northstar, the founder and creator of the Divorce CEO and the CEO on Fire Coaching Program. And on this week's episode, False Idols. Well, hello and welcome to another week's episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. This episode is going to be a little bit more of a philosophical episode, so bear with me as we go on a journey together. Uh, the title of this episode is False Idols. So if you're brought up in the Christian tradition, like most of us in the West, um, we have this notion of false idols. You should only have one God and that you should not worship any other gods but me. So let's take that into the context of marriage and where I see that we as men, businessmen, divorced men, whatever, um, we have these idols. Now, this episode will be paired up with next week's episode where I'm going to go a little bit more in depth with um, enmeshment. Enmeshment is something I've mentioned in previous episodes. I haven't really gone too much into depth with it. But I think that now is a great time to start um, going a little bit deeper into that, that conversation of enmeshment and why I see it as something that is of huge importance for all men to actually uh, at least know of, have an idea about. And so this notion of the false idols falls into kind of the first segment of what leads into enmeshment because these two things are very much connected. So what I mean about false idols is things that we, we put all of our attention into that are more important than ourselves, our happiness, whatever, God, whatever you might call it, right? Um, and some of the examples I'll, I'll use in this episode is from my own life, from my own marriage. And something that's connected with this enmeshment is the notion of always putting women ahead of everything. I'm going to go way deeper into this in next week's episode, but for now, just bear with me. So one of the challenges that I, or a big challenge that I faced in my marriage was that no matter what happened between my uh, wife and I, no matter how, well, I would say it in different, when we were fighting, I would always go to the same um, story and mindset in my mind, which was essentially, well, maybe she's not the right one. Maybe she's not the one. Maybe she is um, not good enough for me or whatever, right? Like I would have all these negative thoughts. I would have all these stories about, well, there must be somebody else out there for me that's better. So what happens in that scenario is that I started idolizing other women, meaning instead of actually focusing on myself and building myself and actually having a deeper, profound connection with my wife, um, I started seeking out validation from other women by talking, you know, I never cheated on my, my ex-wife, at least not physically, but I would say in many ways, I definitely cheated emotionally and mentally because I kept having this 
false sense of um, worship towards a lot of these other women because one of the, the challenges, and I mentioned this before in another episode, is that I didn't, I didn't value or accept my ex-wife's spiritual um, beliefs or way of living. I was, at that time, I was very much involved with kind of the New Age movement and um, I was very much seduced by these these uh, these stories and these ways of living where everything was very free, sexuality was very free, and again, it became a different form of false idols for me, right? But it, it essentially, the, the main core of it was this notion that there is always a better woman out there. And what happens when we have these false idols is that we forget the truth of our own lives and we begin chasing the lie of these false idols. And I, instead of fi- focusing on my marriage and actually solving and fixing our relationship problems, it got to a point where I was more interested in, in seeking out validation from other women and getting that um, appreciation and feeling like I was being seen, right? Like I didn't feel like I was being seen or validated by my ex-wife. But when I went to all these workshops with all these um, quote-unquote spiritual women, I always felt like I was being seen, I was being heard, I was being validated. And so that became my my go-to fix, right? So false idols can be a lot of different things. Um, and for enmeshed men, one of the challenges is women and specifically um, anything that has to do with women. So pornography, prostitutes, um, anything that category, sex addiction. And so it's very hard to build a relationship with a woman where you are not constantly being seduced by the false idols of your life. Some people's false idols are, you know, money. That's another thing. Now, there's nothing wrong in making money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the challenge becomes when you put it above all else. When you put put it above all else of the meaning and the purpose of your own life, so that it be, you become the slave of it instead of you using it for something that is positive in the world. Same thing, pleasure is another false idol. We idolize pleasure. You know, sexually is one pleasure. Food is another pleasure. Um, drugs and alcohol, even. Adventure can be a pleasure of of sorts. Uh, For some, it's working out over the top. Uh, So there's many different avenues of what pleasure can be. But the the idea of the false idols is putting something over yourself that is not real, that potentially is harmful for you in the long term. And uh, I'm not using this in a religious context, but you could use it in a religious context because it makes a lot of sense that Anything you put above God will become a false idol and you will essentially end up destroying yourself. And you see that a lot when men in marriages, they, like I mentioned, they become so addicted to pornography and sexual addictions or prostitutes or whatever, that they get to a point where they simply just destroy their marriage. They destroy the intimacy of that marriage and the sanctity of that marriage. And so... um, it's a very slippery slope for men to not fall into this notion of um, 
becoming seduced by these false idols in in various ways right for a lot of men especially businessmen we ch we always chase the next thing right we're constantly building we're constantly creating we're constantly looking at better and different ways to improve our companies and that chase alone can also end up becoming a false idol so it's important that you figure out what is really important in your life and what has value and what is trying to trick you to become that chase for you in life and for me it was always um like that's the, the sexual pleasure it was always my chase it was like for as far back as i can remember that was that was the that was the connection for me to feel validation and love and so it's when you're in a marriage where there is no sexual validation when there is no um you know a woman that understands the the love language of 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 you then it becomes very lonely and then you have that little voice that little terrorist that starts talking in the back of your mind saying that well maybe you know watching a little bit of porn is okay or maybe you know flirting with that woman is justified or maybe getting attention from that person like there's so many excuses for this that the voice in our mind starts creating that solidifies and validates us in believing in these false idols. And so it's, it's super important that we, first of all, identify that we all have them. We all have these tendencies to have uh, false idols. You can also call it addiction, right? Addiction is a different if is a different word for kind of the same thing um tendencies could be a different word too the reason i use the idea of the false idol is because it sends a very clear signal that you're chasing down something that is different than the highest which could be god the most spiritual the one whatever you call it so it's it just gives a signal that is significant in that sense so notice in your life right now, where are you, where are you seeking out something that is, that you know is already negative or destructive for you, right? Are you seeking out new relationships after your divorce that you know are destructive for you? Are you seeking out going down a path of having more than one relationship, one, more than one partner? Um, are you seeking out validation from women, from uh, colleagues, from whatever it might be to feel like you're, you're not um, alone in this game of, or after your divorce? Like where, are you, where are you sabotaging yourself right now? Where are you creating something in your life where you have put something higher on a pedestal that you idolize alcohol drugs whatever it might be all of these things come into play especially as we go into what i call kind of the second phase after our divorce after the shock has kind of set in and we now go in or move into this phase of um sadness and anger in this phase it's very easy to start utilizing substances to numb what we feel so that we don't feel 
And so alcohol can become that false idol that you have to, you need to have. You need to have in order for you to feel fulfilled. In order for you to actually feel like you can survive and you have a life. So where in your life right now can you see that you're seeking out false idols? Where are you addicted right now? Or where do you have specific tendencies that you can see that are actually sabotaging you? One of the hardest things when we go through divorce is the notion of losing our identity and having to rebuild our identity. And this is one of the areas where we are tempted the most we're tempted the most to do what is the most destructive at times for us because we're emotional, we're irrational, and we don't know where we're going and we're so lost and because a lot of times we don't seek out help and so we crash and burn alone. We live in silent desperation and instead of seeking out help, we endure the pain and instead of cutting the time of the pain and the experience by seeking out a coach or a mentor or a therapist, we prolong it because we believe that we can do it alone. That's a very hard process. It's a very hard process. The fact that we don't know who we are, the fact that we long to feel as we belong again and we know our purpose and we know where to go in our life that we have clarity and these moments are the moments where we are the most susceptible to this little voice that sends us on the trajectory to seeking out these false idols and so if we don't ask, if we don't start seeking, it becomes a very long and very lonely journey. It took me three years to get to where I am today. And there were three hard years where I was seeking to figure out what it actually means to be me after a divorce to find out who I am, who I need to become, and what I'm bringing to this world. And for me, there's a year of my life in the beginning where my false idol was just alcohol, getting drunk, enjoying life, Right? I would use that excuse, oh, I want to enjoy life now that I'm divorced. I want to enjoy life. I didn't even fucking know what that meant. I just, I just had an idea that I just didn't want to go back to feeling like I did before. So enjoyment of life must be the opposite of being in a situation of being numb in a relationship with a woman that's, that doesn't touch me or validate me or see me or even says she loves me. So I wanted the opposite. And so... Alcohol parties became the thing. Became my false idol instead of seeking something bigger and more important in my life. 
so for the first year of my my post-divorce it was just that it was dark it wasn't fun and it was very self-destructive and in many ways I do regret that time now I can't go back and change it because it's the past but it also taught me something that I want to share with you which is the sense of chasing these idols and thinking that if we just please our ego we will feel better but I'm here to tell you that might not be the, the reality of how things are that if you seek something more profound in your life you you seek spiritual meaning and fulfillment then that path of seeking these false idols will not get you there it will only lead to distraction and pain and self self-destruction eventually so my invitation for you today is to identify in your life right now where are you heading down a path of self-destruction and seeking out false validation through these false idols and what can you do today to change that that's all i got for you today love and light your way Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and please share it with someone who may find the content valuable. Join my coaching program at thedivorceceo.com slash coaching.